Leadership is everywhere. When my little sister Jojo was in first grade, her teacher was so mean to the kids that it often made her cry. This teacher ruled her classroom by fear and intimidation. She asked me once, why does your sister cry all the time? I replied, because she's afraid of you. No matter how I try, I cannot recall her name. I have no trouble remembering my fifth grade teacher's name. Hugh Beaton loved kids and loved teaching, where Jojo's teacher would hover like a hawk, waiting to catch her pupils doing something wrong. Mr. Beaton always managed to catch us doing something right. He let us know how he believed in us, and being in his presence brought out the best in us. As the years passed and I encountered other teachers and mentors like Mr. Beaton, I have been fascinated by this mysterious quality these people seem to have in common. What exactly is this thing we call leadership? Why is it that some people challenge us and motivate us to rise to our best abilities, while others seem to drain our energy and spirit? What is that particular quality certain people have that causes those around them to engage fully and feel connected? All my life, I've been curious about this. What is leadership all about? How and when does it work? This curiosity has led me through the careers in the world of business, academia, and political life. Working in the Clinton White House, I would observe cabinet secretaries and senior staff with fascination. Why was it that Treasury Secretary Bob Rubin could walk down the halls of the White House and people would practically bow in respect, while another cabinet secretary would elicit nowhere near the same response? Why are some places such great places to work, while others feel grueling? Why does one department head or business executive inspire her people to greatness, while another evokes only apathy and disinterest from the ranks? Why is it that one teacher is beloved by students, while another is loathed and feared? What is that magical quality that brings out the best in people, and is it a secret known only by a precious few, or something available to us all? This book is my effort to address these questions. I don't claim to have discovered the exclusive secret sauce of leadership for the 21st century because the answers to these questions have been here all along, but they are often missed or ignored. And I might well have missed them too, but for the fact that I have been fortunate enough to have a front row seat in some of our nation's most prestigious governmental, academic, and business institutions, offering me the chance to witness leadership success and failure in places large and small, public and private. This is not a political book, although some of the stories and examples I'll share with you are drawn from my experiences in the Clinton White House and the 2008 Obama presidential campaign. It is not an academic book about leadership principles, although I'll also draw on experiences in the academic world, where I served as executive director of the Center.